Welcome to Darmy Cyber Cafe. I'm your host, Darling Gresson Jr. Episode 50, Season 5. The game has changed. So let's talk about it. So since my last podcast in episode 49, a lot has changed. Uh, as if you were a avid podcast listener, you visit my cafe very often, uh, you understand that there has been a lot happening in the last year. Now, we all know about the events uh, that happened in February of 2022. Uh, various events happened this year in the geopolitical landscape. Now, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty of the world's geopolitical landscapes. Um, that was a ship that sailed a long time ago, and I do not plan on hopping on board again, because it can be a slippery slope. Now, in terms of cybersecurity, in terms of IT security, there are some fundamental things that go on today that have been going on for many years. In terms of the geopolitical landscape, things have changed. It has changed for the better and for the worse. Now, this isn't a doom and gloom podcast, so rest assured there are some positivity here. However, we need to understand that in terms of world events, it does have a unique changing aspect when it comes to how we live our everyday lives. Now, sometimes these effects can be felt these effects can be heard, and these effects can be seen. Now, if you're not anywhere close in to the Europe border or the Russian-Ukraine border and the events that are going on there, you may not actually feel some of these effects. And we all know the consequences of war. Let that be very clear. But at the same time, as a physical war was happening, there was a, uh, another war happening in the digital landscape. Now, again, if you've been a close follower to my podcast, you understand that there has been a war been going on for many years now. But it's when physical war starts to highlight the digital wars. And the game has changed. You have seen thousands, if not millions of people all over the world taking the time, energy, into disrupting various digital aspects of a foreign nation. But again, to me and most of us, this is not revelation. The various attacks that happened in Iran, in Russia, in Ukraine, and the rest of the world are very, very interesting because it shows that we are, in essence, um, a bit ignorant when it comes to the effects of these attacks. And fortunately, these attacks are, well, I shouldn't say are not pointing towards our critical infrastructure. Uh, it has been 
affecting a lot of our critical infrastructure. But, you know, for some nations, uh, throwing a missile at your critical infrastructure is a way to disrupt it, which is very effective, mind you, versus uh, digital disruptions. But these digital disruptions happen nonetheless. Now, in terms of the geopolitical landscape, you look at what happens next to a virus such as the coronavirus, which which shut down a lot of the world in the last two years. And there are exponentially more vaccine-resistant mutations for this particular drug. And again, I'm not going to get deep into this because I am definitely not a virologist or a doctor by any means, if you have not been aware of that by now. But we all know the effects that these that these uh, viruses have in our society, and they continue to plague it, uh, just like what the bubonic plague has done uh, many thousands of years ago. Uh, but even though this may seem unlikely that the bubonic plague or a derivative of COVID uh, sets across the world, the key here is to be prepared. A lot of the news that we've seen from either the the war uh, in in Ukraine, uh, the cyber war that's happening all over the world, and most particularly this coronavirus, that the leaders around the world need to wake up. And we as the people also need to wake up as a global community that a accelerator of a disaster, especially when it comes to a virus, um, could continue to hurt us through uh, lackluster policy responses by governments. And especially now of all times, of all the fatigue that's getting people to uh, distribute misinformation, uh, some people to take a particular hard line against a certain cause. We've seen this through COVID-19 and we've seen this uh, in the war in Ukraine that uh, people will have uh, polarizing views and perspectives against uh, certain events. And these actually permeate through the digital landscape. These, these circumstances, these situations, and these instances trickle down from the real world into the digital world, and it shows. Uh, anyone who has been involved in the cybersecurity landscape for many years can see the causation of these uh, global effects. Um, most of the time, since there's a lot of uh, calm in the world, uh, just you know, before 2019, relatively speaking, uh, we, we still saw the, the attacks increase against um, major corporations and small businesses alike when it came to cyber threats. Now, a, a second instance, a second issue which will also affect uh, the digital landscape is the uh, inflation, the, the global inflation crisis that's affecting uh, many countries all over the world. It's, it's kind of like, again, cause and effect. A lot of the inflation has caused a lot of uh, cyber criminals and threat actors to target uh, different nations, uh, different corporations to try to take advantage of these hard times or soon to be hard times for a lot of us. Uh, a lot of the country's central banks are um, trying to uh, rebound from uh, various mismanagements in the post-COVID world. And a lot of the governments are also um, 
you know, going crazy, spending crazy for um, businesses to kind of bounce back against the various shutdowns across the world. Because in essence, we're kind of getting back to some sort of normalcy and the central banks and governments alike are trying to sustain themselves. And unfortunately, and again, I'm not a, a financial advisor, it's a pattern here, that the inflation is starting to cause a ripple effect throughout societies. And a lot of uh, various aspects of our society are becoming affected uh, because of this inflation. And again, another knock of effect inflation is that there's a lot of cybercrime because cybercrime is profitable. So you will start seeing threat actors or state nation threat actors using this to their advantage because people are starting to get more desperate. They're looking at ways to make more money um, and they're just preying on the most vulnerable the other game changer society is China. And uh, as a Western nation being involved in the uh, Western nations uh, and have personally seen some of the detrimental effects of uh, Chinese influence uh, in, in our country or the five eyes, as you will, means that um, with a lot of these these Chinese uh, nation, the Chinese nation threats against Western civilizations has been very evident. And um, various uh, espionage uh, cases uh, have uh, came up because of it. One particular case in in Canada was our the Royal Canadian Mounted Police actually charged uh, a employee working for Hydro Quebec, which is uh, which deals with the energy in the, the province of Quebec, uh, from spying, and that they have found evidence that this individual was giving uh, secrets or information to, to the Chinese government. Uh, on top of the fact that there has been a lot of um, Chinese interference in the Canadian uh, elections, uh, there is a lot of bribery going on. Uh, and a lot of influence from the um, Chinese Communist Party. Now, this is concerning because you're not only seeing these geopolitical interferences in a particular nation. That This happens, the Chinese Communist Party has its hands in various nations. They've done it in the United States. They've done it in uh, Central America, South America, in Africa, and also in Europe. So you are seeing a lot of this interference. Even though the CCP is not uh, going to war necessarily, uh, that they're biding their time in some ways, um, they, they are huge. And let, let me emphasize huge in the threats and influences against uh, uh, various Western nations as well. This has been going on oh, for many years, uh, especially the, the days when I worked in national security. Uh, they were uh, heavily influenced in our nation and in the other nations like us all over the world. So when you see these uh, sort of uh, Chinese contradictions that go on, um, we sometimes forget that they are a uh, they, they are indeed a, a nation unlike most of Western nations. And when we try to cooperate, um, we are in essence shooting ourselves in the foot because in, in one hand they're shaking our hand and in the other hand they're shooting us in the foot. Now, 
I don't want to sit here and sound like I'm anti-Chinese. Uh, I'm just saying that the, the Chinese Communist Party has a, a sphere of influence, a global sphere of influence in a lot of nations, and that needs to be managed. But again, that knockoff effect from that sphere of influence does reflect down into the digital landscape. And that is something th- that we need to take warning of because uh, we, we see a lot of this happening in the digital realms and also the physical realms. Like these are very, very important. But um, one, other, one other knockoff effect is uh, climate initiatives. Uh, we've seen another polarization when it comes to um, the, the, the views of people online um, with various climate initiatives. Um, you see a lot of people taking a perspective on uh, whether or not uh, we are taking we are influencing the environment but you can see again the the misinformation that's spread online uh, and also in mainstream media um, to get a specific narrative and a lot of threat actors are using this as a uh, sort of a, a point of contention to put um, one people after the next so it's really a uh, a very interesting turn of events in the last 11 months and uh, with these various events from different nations all over the world um, continue to have um, those tensions to have those knockoff effects or knock-on effects sorry with um, the, the the various issues, especially with um, the Russia the Russian war and the the Chinese sphere of influence, a lot of these things are coming to light, uh, especially after the war. But keep in mind that even though the game may have changed, uh, this game has been played. Think of this as a game of chess. A lot of the uh, state. Uh, the state uh, nations that are conducting these cyber crimes, these cyber threats have been doing this for many years. This is no stranger to any of us in the community understanding the threats against the the uh, the communist uh, parties of the world that are up against um, sort of the Western ideologies uh, all over the world. So it, we need to really think about the, the risks here. We need to understand how the, the game has differentiated over the last year and that the the war in in Ukraine uh the 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 contention out in Taiwan um and the issues that are going on in Europe are are are, are really uh causing alarms and and I'm not going to get into cryptocurrencies even though I should but um but you can see that the a lot of the issues that come from all of this that kind of trickle down through cyber currencies and cyber exchanges and stuff like that that we are are moving into a new world and this world is scary but you need to understand that um you know cyber crime is uh clearly a geopolitical risks that means that um security apparatuses will continue to go after adversaries, um, critical national infrastructure, um, such as like communications, defense, energy, etc., all over the world, even though we may not be in a particular 
part of the world going through a war that this is still a, a, a functioning attribute to our society. And, and, these, and these state nation actors will look at disrupting those in the digital landscape. So we need to we need to focus on uh, not just regulation in the industry, um, but focus on privacy or data and privacy when it comes to our our information. And a lot of a lot of the um, what do you call them? A lot of the uh, heads of states, etc., are not taking this seriously enough. Um, they are are putting in ways to change that, but. I, I think that uh, some sort of uh, data and privacy regulation or uh, just more awareness to uh, the general population uh, is the key in educating and avoiding some of these geopolitical situations from until the rest of 2020, 22 uh, and moving into 2023. Well, that will do it for this episode. Thanks for stopping by Darley Cyber Cafe. See you next time.